Hello, everybody. This is Mark Kumar, your lifestyle entrepreneur. Today, we have another amazing guest. His name is Suzanne. She's going to help you get the best out of your Facebook as well as your Instagram. Suzanne, please take your time to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself to my audience. Yes. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, my name is Suzanne Yeda. I run Yeda Creative Digital Marketing, and I run Facebook and Instagram ads for small businesses, entrepreneurs, and the creative industries, uh, as well as I teach business skills to freelancers in, in Oakland, California. Awesome. How's the weather in Oakland, California right about now? Ooh, it's hot. It, we are in a heat wave, and so it is, it is, it is hot. But um, it's also it's also not unbearable. So we're 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 good. All right, cool. So tell me, how do you got into this whole Facebook and Instagram ad, ad marketplace? What inspired you to get started on there? Yeah, so I didn't always specialize in that. Um, in fact, I wasn't always in marketing. I started out in journalism which, you know, is all about uh, disseminating good information and storytelling. Um, but then I left the journalism industry uh, and started my own digital marketing, like general stuff, because I was doing social media and web for journalism. I knew that these skills were needed in the business world, so I ended up starting to get clients. And as uh, about a year or two of that, um, you know, I'd help people with their Twitter and their website and their email and their everything. I was trying to be all things to all people. But then I discovered that at, at the time it was just Facebook ads and then Instagram was, was, was bought. Um, but then I discovered that a lot of my clients didn't have all of the time in the world to uh, craft a Twitter campaign or, or get organic reach. And then at the time, organic reach really, really tanked. So I started looking at Facebook ads and realized that a lot of this can carry the heavy weight of trying to feed the social media beast all of the time with a really well-placed Facebook ad campaign um, you can shorten the time and you can also measure direct results. You know, if I was doing, if I was doing somebody's Twitter and I would, you know, send them the bill, they'd be like, well, where's the results? Well, here I can actually show them exactly. You put $1 into here and you got $3 out. So there are so many good business arguments for me specializing in the platform and, and honestly it's such a complex platform that it is a full-time job just to keep on top of all of the changes and all of the complexities so yeah mm -hmm. i'm so glad you said that because i know i have ran a few ads myself on instagram as well as on uh, facebook because like you might think if you add if your ad is running right now the very next day, it might just not work as well as it did yes. the day before the, or the two days prior to that. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure we're going to get deep dive into that uh, particular yeah. topic and all that. I would will, will love it if you could expand on it. But later on in our, in our interview and in, in our podcast, so let's start off with, so let's just say hypothetically speaking, mm -hmm. which platform uh, would be better 
or which one has uh, you have had the opportunity to do more, get more result, Instagram or Facebook, even though it's the same company, I understand that, but which one is working better nowadays? Yeah, so it depends on what you want to do as depends on what you offer. So I totally see results, but in different placements and different things. So when, when I work with clients, usually it's lead generation or email building or straight up sales. And that usually requires some sort of click through. Um, the Instagram platform has never been um, a great one for click through and traffic because for years it only was, there's a link in bio and that's the only link that you've got. So the user experience does not really include clicks with the exception of Instagram stories. And people have gotten used to the swipe up. People do swipe up. So um, Instagram is great, especially for visibility. And if you want to drive traffic, then a, a good Instagram story ad, not one that looks super cheap, not one that looks automatically generated, but a really good Instagram story ad that's got a swipe up that's really um, appealing, I have seen work quite well. So that's, that's Instagram. I do see more consistent results for lead gen ads and for sales through Facebook though. Um, Instagram is definitely a visual platform and Facebook is more of a wordy kind of, uh, of platform. I, I tend to do this, I, and, and this is also evolving. In fact, in the last couple of weeks, it's, it's evolved um, where Instagram's video and live video capabilities have, are, are being constantly uh, up-leveled, especially in the coronavirus kind of situation. Because now, now the company is like, oh, everybody's on live and everybody's videoing. And, and so they're constantly um, adding new features all the time. But having said that, I see the most success with my um, service-based entrepreneurs who do Facebook Lives or some other video and then use the retargeting data to, you know, the, the first video is just to warm them up and introduce them and introduce them in a quick tip, quick win, uh, you know, and then the follow-up sequence then becomes more sophisticated. And I see that on Facebook. Um, I see that work really well on Facebook and Facebook Live because it's easy to boost a Facebook Live after you're done. It's easy to retarget a Facebook Live or, or any sort of video. Um, they're, they're finally catching up on Instagram, but still Facebook is, is the winner there for, for that kind of campaign. Okay. That's great. That's good to know. I, I, that's what I thought. I just wanted to know from your point of view as well. So let's just say, hypothetically speaking, uh, if we create, let's just, cre let's just do a quick case study. Right? Yeah. Let's just create a fake business and then we'll just run an ad and then do the whole campaign thing. So let's just say mm -hmm. the first business is the, I don't know. Uh, someone who wants to sell a video course, for example. Okay. So they, they have a video course that's based on fitness. So let's do create a video ad for that. Okay. Yes. Campaign. Okay. So fitness is a, is a great uh, 
place to be and also a great place to be on Instagram. I, I should also mention because Instagram is so vis visual, it's a good way to, to get the um, awareness campaigns out there and follower campaigns and, and things like that. I don't want to discount this Instagram, especially for an industry like fitness. Right. Um, what I would do is I would start a regular Facebook live, uh, maybe like once or twice a week um, with uh, a five minute video on quick wins, quick tips. If you are, you know, if you're a personal trainer, you know, these, these three um, squats you can do at home with just body weight or whatever, whatever you're, you're doing something that is quick win. And that is about like maybe five to 10 minutes long. The reason I say five to 10 minutes long is because that gives people a good feel of your energy and your knowledge. And it also gives us some data. We can tell if somebody watches more than say, I mean, let's take a five minute video. If somebody watches more than 50% of that five minute video, we know that they are super engaged and they're interested not just in fitness topics in general, but they're interested in you. And we can take those 50% watches and then we can do a follow-up ad to them where we can introduce them to our email list. We can introduce them to quick wing, like, like um, maybe mini courses or challenges, five-day challenges. But I would start with a regular one or two a week. I mean, you could go every day if you wanted to, but um, a Facebook Live to introduce yourself and also to prime the pump for Facebook's algorithm. This applies also to Instagram. So I would, I would start there. We create some programming. We create some um, videos that answer really common questions that their ideal target audience have. Right. And we start gathering and testing and tweaking. And, and once we start gathering in the 25% views, the 50% views, then we can start telling Facebook, hey, go find more people who are like these people. The, the people who actually are engaged and watched in not just fitness videos, but your fitness videos. And then we can start going to, to the races from there. Um, another thing that I have found to be quite effective and can help pay for the ad spend itself is having some sort of, you know, if you've got a full course, uh, a popular one, you know, you have a 997. I don't even know why everybody is like $900 and $97. Everybody has that number for no reason whatsoever. But let's just say you got a full program for 997. Taking some, again, like a quick win and a good, um, uh, they, they call it a tripwire, they call it, you know, um, uh, there's, there's other words out there, but some sort of impulse buy that then you've got, uh, maybe it's a $29 mini course that's part of the bigger course. Or if you're doing online personal training, um, it's, these are just the courses, but if you want to sub subscribe to whatever you have to have live interaction or one-on-ones, then that maybe that's the upsell. Um, having some product around like $29, $39, that's an impulse buy with an upsell for about $99 or something like that. That's a, a significant thing. Having just that one-two punch does help to 
basically get free clients without paying for ads. It break it breaks even, but to get to have a business where you've got that email list of people who want to buy rather than people who want the freebies is going to be super invaluable. And so I've seen that work really well. And then to sell the $997 course, you do that through email marketing or other, other ways, but you have one funnel that's got the impulse buy, then you've got the upsell uh, and then through email marketing or, or, you know, long webinars or or the the five day challenge. um, Then you can pitch your, your big, um, your big program. I've seen that work really well. I just have a, I'm just curious because just so I understand this, right? And people who are listening to this, right? When you say you do a live stream, so I would just get on a Mm -hmm. computer, do a live stream. Everybody understand the whole Facebook live stuff, whatever. But is there a way to target people who are saying, hey, you watch 50% of my Facebook live, even though it is not an ad, it's just a regular Facebook live. There's a way to do that. Yes, absolutely. Really? Yes, absolutely. Yes, that. that. I I hinge a lot of my strategy off of that because video is so present. And I I also want to say Facebook Live in particular, the algorithm loves live because it's more engaging. Um, It's not a passive video viewing experience. Facebook really wants to see engagement and activity. So um, you can, in, in, in the past, I think you could target up to 365 days in the past. So if you ran a couple of lives in the past and you got um, some viewership, you can talk to them again, which is really cool. Wow, I did not know that. Wow, yeah. that's, a, that's an amazing secret. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. So is there like, like for example, you, I, we, or you and I get on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. It just, would it have to be on a regular Facebook Live on a business page or... Can it be on a groups? That is a, that is a very good question. Yes, it does have to be on a business page. That's where you can do the ads. You can boost a Facebook live after it's been live um, and, and still reap the benefits. You can now, I, uh, I, I will double check, but this is a super recent development. Uh, you can now retarget Instagram live. I, I, I'm very hesitant to say that because for years it has not been true. I, I think they're rolling it out as we speak. So, um, but I still prefer Facebook live just because it's a lot a more solid and a mature platform. Um, but yes, yes. So I just want to make sure, because this is like yeah. really, really intriguing. And I want to make sure I understand <laughs> this, right? And the people who are listening to it, they want to understand. Because I think I know a little bit about it, but obviously you're the expert. And so I want to make sure that I have the opportunity to ask you the question that some of, I have and some of the questions people who are listening to you, they will have. So let's say Monday morning at nine o'clock, mm-hmm. I have a Facebook Live right yeah. there. So it's recording, doing this thing, whatever. So when I go to rent a... Uh, a video ad later on mm-hmm. would I say here's the Facebook live ID URL whatever the case is right whatever they retarget everybody who watched that is that mm-hmm. how it works yeah you, you basically let's say okay I'm, I'm, I'm I, it, it, and I, I also want to uh, clarify that the Facebook live does not have to be fancy and perfect in fact the less fancy and perfect the better because it's about 
connecting with the audience on a real basis. So literally talking into the phone and just saying, hey, what's up? Here I am. I've got three tips for you. I'm going to see you later this week or see you next week or, um, well, don't, don't be too time bound because if you run an ad, it, it, um, it doesn't matter about time. Um, okay. I wanted to to clarify that. Um, so let's say I go on Facebook live at 9am and I talk to my audience and it's a really good, you know, five minute, um, quick win kind of tip thing. Um, then I could, I go back into the ads manager. This is where you kind of get uh, a little dirty in the, uh, in the behind the scenes. You can go back into the ads manager and create what's called a custom audience. And you can create a custom audience, which is basically anybody that's interacted with your Facebook or Instagram profiles, you know, within a time frame. It's usually about 365 days. So you can create these audiences um, based off of anybody who's engaged in your Instagram profile in the past year. or Anything your, at all. Anything just at all. Anything. They don't even have to like it. They can just heart an ad that you once did, and they're going to be in that group. Um, you can target anybody who has rsvp to a Facebook event. You can target anybody who's interacted with your Facebook page. You can target people who uh, you can target people who have visited your website with the extra bit of a um, an installation of what's called a pixel. You get a little bit of snippet of code and you put it on your website, um, and then you can also upload um, an email list and create um, ads that way. So, 9 a.m. You go live. It's it's great and people are digging it and they're they're sending the hearts and and whatnot. You have that. You go into the back end and you create a custom audience for twenty five percent views of that video, and then you talk to them again. And you create another ad that has a link that has a link that's like come sign up if you are interested in following more or whatever. Uh, come sign up for, um, I think in the, in the court, in the case of a fitness, like a fitness challenge is a really popular thing because it works. It really does. So five day fitness challenge, strengthen your core. Da, 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 da. Um, and then at the end of the five day fitness challenge, that's where you can, um, pitch your big, um, your, your big thing. Um, yeah, so it, it it's part of, it's a separate ad, but it's a follow-up ad. Um, and there's, there's like 50, there's 50 different models that you can do with this, but that's the one thing that that's on the top of my head is how you do it. Okay. That is truly mind blowing because I, <laughs> I really did. I really did not know. It's like, you can actually retarget the yes. Facebook live version. Is it possible that you can actually promote your Facebook live as like a video ad yes. while, while it's happening? Uh, while it's happening, not yet. Um, I wouldn't put it past them for them to figure it out someday. But yeah, that's 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 the one thing. It is tricky to promote a Facebook Live before the event, and so um, some of my clients who are a little less tech savvy or just it just don't I want I don't want to say tech savvy just don't have the time or the brain space to do it. I just encourage them pick up your phone, talk into it for five minutes 
boost it afterwards. Talk, talk as if somebody is there, even if there's zero people there, because somebody will be there. Right, that, that's actually a really, really good thing you brought that up. So let's say, for example, you have a person, a potential client, I guess, right? They just started off in the industry. Doesn't really, yeah. does not really matter any industry. So they have like, let's say, ten Facebook fans, quote unquote, yep. whatever. And then suggestion, what you just say, pick up a phone and then just start talking. And then if they talk, and out of the ten people, only two people that join into the Facebook Live because somehow. The Facebook gods showed it in front of their posts <laughs> in their yep. in their profile and newsfeed and all that stuff. So in that case, how does a person retarget only those two people? It's like it would be pointless. Yeah, I, I actually would let the ad run if I've got my my Monday morning nine a.m. five minute quick win, right. and afterwards, and, and let's say zero people show up because that especially if you're just starting, zero people may show up because it's on your business page. Um. After you go live, then I would just boost it to certain interests. So if it's fitness, I'd boost it to people interested in health and wellness and fitness and, and things like that. So you can boost it to a wider audience, let the ad run until we get some folks. And you'll also find that when you boost something like that, your, your, your page likes will naturally increase. Um, because if, you're, if, if it's good information and people like you, the, they themselves will go and find your Facebook like button. Um, and, and it is also um, somewhat similar in, in, in Instagram. Instagram is, uh, it, it's, it's so new the the ability to um do a, a bunch of this kind of stuff on instagram i don't honestly i don't trust it yet i've tried it and it doesn't it, there's some, some bugs but um instagram video is really um you can go up to like 60 seconds organically but i think it's either 120 if you pay for it you can actually do a two minute video um and the it does not have the ability yet to boost after the fact on Instagram. So the, the strategy that I'm talking about is really Facebook. I, I would pick a different strategy altogether uh, for an Instagram campaign. Gotcha. So let's continue on this path of like actually yeah. using a video and not live anymore. So let's say you have a video that you okay. want to actually go and run ads on it. Would you recommend uploading it to your regular business profile and then yes. putting it as a post and then reboost it? Or what they call is, a, I guess back in the days is called a dark post dark or something, post. whatever. Uh, I don't know if they still call that dark post or not. Or I don't, I just, I don't like her in a dark post. It sounds kind of evil and well, and also just the word dark. I, I have issues with using yeah, the word dark. I know. So too. let's just say <laughs> secret, secret posts, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> so, they yeah. Have, so you can go into the Facebook power editor to create the secret post. Uh, which one will be better to a regular post on a Facebook page or, or a secret post? Again, it depends. So if you want to do a lot of testing and tweaking because you're not sure of the message or maybe one headline is going to be better than the other, which I do recommend if you haven't, um, um, if you're going to be doing a lot of testing and tweaking, um, do it as a dark post. 
Um, Facebook Live is already going to be on your, but if it's just a, a regular video uh, and you're, you're uploading it, I would upload it as an ad and start testing and tweaking a whole bunch of things um, there. That's the only way you can test one headline or another. Um, however, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good scenario where I'd say, no, you should totally upload it as a post on your page first and then boost it or, and afterwards. Um, I, can, I can imagine a scenario where... Um, the, the, the more I think about it, for, for the average person, I think, I think it's kind of an edge case where I'd be like, yes, you need to absolutely post it to your page first. The, the, there's like five different variables that are, that are messing around in my head. Um, but one of them that I'm thinking about is um, <clears throat> what's called social proof. If uh, your audience isn't familiar with that, that term, it's just if I've got... If I've got an ad that's got two likes on it, it doesn't seem super inviting, but if I have an ad that's got like 200 likes on it, um, the people who come across it are like, oh, well, that, that must be important somehow. There's like a little mental trigger that says, um, you know, nobody wants to go into an empty club, but once you get some people on the dance floor and you get the drinks flowing, and then, then those, you know, people walking down the street look in and like, oh, there's a party going on. I'll join it. It's a lot easier. So social proof is essentially that where a post has some proof that is approved socially. So you've got, you know, a bunch of likes and comments and things. That does have value. Um, and um, it, it gets really tricky to um, do that on on your 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 page but um i, I think i think that the ultimately the answer to your question is i i would definitely recommend if you just have an uploaded video to go ahead and upload it in the ads manager and try something called dynamic creative which lets you upload the video and then you can have you can actually and, and this is like the, the super easiest way that i can recommend it is through dynamic creative um, I, I have other ways, but that's like the easiest. Upload the video. You have five options of different kinds of text you can um, try out. You have different kinds of headlines you can try out and different kinds of links and different kinds of calls to action. And Facebook is just going to deliver it and start delivering more of the combination that works. So it's going to figure out what the best headline is, what the best text is, what the best call to action is. Um, I, it, it's, it's been, I, I'm trying to think, it's been a while since I've like tested different videos. So if you had one version of a video and another, I, I don't think I recommend it. Um, again, I don't, I don't trust the platform. It's been a little buggy um, when it comes to that. But that's what I would recommend if you have just a plain video and you wanted to do an ad, but also test some headlines and things. Okay, so that's that's great, good good to know. And as far as cost goes for the ad, I am just curious which would be more more cost effective, your secret ad or Facebook boost post. 
Um, it's not a question of cost effectiveness. It's more of a question of messaging effectiveness, which does translate to cost. Um, and and I, I guess I can also just talk a bit about cost because this is one of the most common questions I get. How much do Facebook ads cost, right? Um, it's almost, almost every question I get about Facebook ads, the answer is it depends because there's so many variables to consider. So um, let's just let's just say top three. Okay. Just pick three. I'm sure like I'm sure there's like a gazillion and we can spend like eight hours talking about we'll still want yeah. to read And I could bust out the Excel spreadsheets and the calculators and figure out what your budget and yeah, all that. Right. So um, let's just pick with three, the top three. Okay. The most common ones. Um I would say okay, so um as far as price, it depends on the goal of your campaign if the goal is to just get visibility obviously that's going to be cheaper because you're not asking a whole lot of people um you could just you know spread your message far and wide and if the, if your goal is just visibility that's that's one thing that's the most cost effective um the minimum you can pay for an ad just period is is a dollar us um a day that's that's you can't pay any more any less than that on the facebook ads platform so um, if you want visibility, uh, and this is also like, um, or, or um, I would say like video views also counts as visibility. Um, one of the reasons the Facebook Live technique works really well is because boosting those things, you could do it for five bucks, you know, a, a dollar a day minimum, uh, five bucks a day, 10 bucks a day, 20 bucks a day, uh, just to get the, the, pump prime just to get the ads rolling and um and and those are the most affordable video views are some of the most affordable ads that you can get and um i've seen i, I usually see it like for like a, a penny per view per, per second view or two second views um so you can get them pretty pretty good um i i so okay so there's visibility Remind me to talk about country targeting because that's also really important. Okay, so there's visibility. Then there's leads and then there's sales. For leads, um, I've seen leads range anywhere from like a buck 50 USD to like 25, 30 USD. And I've also seen leads for like 100, 100. Like if you're a real estate person, you get a, leads for, you get a lead for $100. I mean, if you end up making half a million off of that, it's still pretty, it's still pretty good, right? Um, but um, for leads, you can kind of estimate and, and plug in some numbers. Um, if, if you're just going for email signups, two to five bucks a, a signup. Uh, if you're going more for like a lead for a sales call for like a phone conversation that's that's a little more um, uh, ask if you're asking more of the person the ads cost more in general um, so you can expect a benchmark of you know if, if it's like a, a gym going back to the health and fitness I actually worked with um, a gym that was very happy with the $20 leads because all of them, he, he's a good salesperson and he converted them. He converted them like uh, every time on the phone. He had a, a great program and there's a good introductory offer and it was, it was, you know, 20 bucks a lead and ended up 
uh, with a membership like that, if they stay on for six months, pays for itself way more, like multiple times. Um, then you've got the sales. And um, the way that I usually approach um, sales now, I, I don't work really with e-commerce or retail. I mostly stick with service, but um, I, I do work a lot with online products or digital products. Um, so that, that value ladder that I talked about before, you got the, the impulse buy, again, like a quick win, and then you've got the $99 tier or something uh, as, a, as an optional upsell. Um, that kind of tier can help pay for the ads itself if you do them right. So um, just figuring that into your, your totals and there's like all sorts of percentages I can throw at you. But that's, that's also gonna be the most expensive ones um, to run because you're asking more of people and the more you ask of people, the more expensive the cost per result is gonna be. Um, and then, uh, okay. As far as cost, I usually I usually plant in people's heads when they start working with me to bookmark about a thousand bucks in ad spend per month, at least for the first few months, minimum. Um, so if you're if you're, I, I think people who are asking about like how much do Facebook ads cost and need a number, there's a number you can play with. There's a number you can start with, um, but that that's also like on the on the minimum edge of, of things to really get a campaign going to get to get your business running. Um, and then I, I asked about countries. Country, countries. Countries. Yes. I've seen amazingly cheap ads, but all of the audience were bots. So it's useless. Um, sometimes it, it could even be worse than useless. It could actually hurt the algorithm because if somebody targets worldwide that's that's one of the biggest mistakes if you're if you're doing that i forgive you stop it um but uh you will see if if you're able to break down the results you will see that most of your traffic is coming in from say bangladesh or the philippines or east timor or some of these um le least developed countries which kind of breaks my heart because there's there's still people there who might actually need or want your services but it's become so rife with bot traffic that it becomes impossible to really target these countries um and and get the quality audience that you're looking for that will eventually pay can you so, expand just a little bit more yeah. on this bot traffic or something like, i yes. never heard of that before yes so okay. um Without going all about, I, I could really talk a lot about it because it gets complex and honestly, there's there's some pieces of it that I don't even understand. Like who's making the money from all of this bot traffic? That's what I don't understand, right. uh, to be honest. So, um, but here, here's, some folks are taking advantage of affordable labor um, and hiring people in some of the le less developed countries to click on every ad that they could possibly see. From what I understand, um, it, it, I, I say bot traffic, but it's actually like people being used as bots, essentially. Um, it's, it's kind of a 
a, a weird situation. Um, but it results in, in inflated numbers. Um, if you've ever, here's, here's what I understand it is. Um, people hire, some, some company might hire a team of 20 people in Bangladesh to click on all of the things. Um, what I understand is that's essentially a mask for something else that they're doing. It's like, um, it's like they're trying. Yeah, I, this, this gets like complex and I want to make sure I'm ac accurate before I start uh, saying what it, what it is. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop a little short of giving you a full answer because I, I, I want to check in fully. I, I so um, all, all of that to say is somebody somewhere is hiring a lot of people to click on all of the ads, just all of them, and driving certain prices and things askew. So um, I tend to, if you're just getting started, I, I do tend to stick to uh, the more developed English-speaking Western countries. Again, it kind of sucks because there's plenty of people all over the world and they might need your services. It's just I wouldn't reach people all over the world with Facebook and Instagram ads because of this issue. And until they could figure out, until Facebook and Instagram can figure out how to fix it, uh, we're going to see people putting down money, getting 100,000 uh, video views, getting really excited, and then realizing every single person doesn't even speak the English in the, in the, the video. Again, it, it kind of sucks because it, it, it kind of biases these audiences to like the English speaking world. Um, but I do encourage people to start with um, what's kind of known as the big six, which is United States, Canada, United Kingdom, um, it, it, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand. Um, because we know that the, that traffic is a little more legit and eventually converts to sales um, on, 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 a, on a general basis. But if you are an international brand or an international company and you do have legit business um, in here and there, um, I, I would actually recommend not using Facebook and Instagram ads to reach those companies, uh, to reach those countries, your, your company to reach those countries. Um, because it's just so rife with, with um, frankly, I, I call it abuse. I, I think people are taking advantage of people. Um, yeah, I am. I am so intrigued. Also, at the same time, so curious to know this information because I had no idea. But what my curious mind wants to know is, let's say I'm part of these countries, right? They are not very well developed. I click on these ads. So I have a company called X. I have ten employees. My employees come in here. They're day-to-day -day job is click on ads, click on ads, click on ads. Yes. Yes. I, I get it. As a business, that's great. But for my employees, they're great because they're getting money every time, every month, yeah. whatever the case might be. But as a yeah. business owner, how would I make money if I just click on ads? I just curious. No, I think, I think what I understand, again, I could be wrong. Sure. What I understand is somebody company X to um, 
let, let's say I'm, I'm in the States and I'm company Y and I want uh, 100,000 Facebook page likes now and I want to give somebody some money but not budget money. Like I want to give somebody some money to do it. Here's, here's what I understand. If I, company Y, pay company X to get me 100,000 Facebook page likes now, the reason why company X is clicking on all of the ads, not just theirs, is so that they can mask themselves from the Facebook algorithm who can immediately say, oh, you're fraudulent. I think it is a cover for like, you know, company Y doing something shady, trying to buy some, buy some illegitimate quick likes from company X for cheap. Um, that, that's what I understand. Again, I'm not sure. Obviously, you, if, you if you're curious, look up click farms. This is what this is called click farms. And, and I'm sure there's a Wikipedia somewhere that can actually explain it a little better. Right. It's what I understand is these companies are clicking on all of the ads to kind of razzle dazzle the Facebook algorithm and go nothing to see here. Just normal, normal everyday activity. Right. Ah, that, that, that makes sense. The whole click farm term i guess that makes a little more sense than the way you explain it that makes perfect sense so yeah that's enlightening and yeah. shocking and sad yeah. i guess and all those it things it, honestly <laughs> it, it is because i'm i'm not somebody who's like i hate saying like oh only only target to these countries because we're the most important that's stupid we're not but it just so happens it's so rife with abuse that if you want to make it work that's what we have to deal with right now all right, so let, let's move on further down to the interview here. So let's just say uh, I start with a, uh, let's just start another industry called musician, right? A person who is a mu musician and, and let's just say she, her name is, I don't know, make up something like uh, a- uh, little, little Spiral, because that's actually <laughs> my music name. I, I, I am a musician, so I don't know if you see my piano over here. Oh, okay, uh, so, well, we'll do a case study on you. So let's say you are right. no, you are nobody. And <laughs> okay. right. hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically speaking, I have zero fans, got it, yeah. Zero fans, you have no online presence, but you want to use Facebook and Instagram ads yes. to get yourself name out there, number one. Number two, so people can buy your music wherever yes. they want to buy it. Yes, that's all such a great question. So um, purchasing music uh, is surprising. People still purchase. Um, I'm, I'm also surprised that when people buy my CDs because I, I didn't know people still have CD players, <laughs> you know? So, but people are still, still buying it, it, it. Okay. So it's essentially the same kind of strategy uh, with Facebook lives uh, that I would recommend or creating a minute long, um, either a trailer that fe features some music or a minute long mini music video. So let's yeah. just break it down. So let's say first I want to know, I want to gain popularity. I have zero, you have zero fans. Mm -hmm. So let's break it down. What will you do to mm -hmm. get your name out there so people know you exist? Because at, at, yes. at the end of the day, that's the only thing that matters. If you don't, people don't know you exist, you don't exist in the yep. digital world, which is kind of sad. Yes. So this is actually um, something that, that I, I do. If I have a video, um, it's Facebook Live of me doing a really killer cover or something like that. It's a George Michael cover. I, I have this 
I have this George Michael cover that I'm pretty good. I'm rocking these days. So I put up that Facebook Live and I boost it to fans of George Michael. Um, if that's a sound-alike art artist, if, if I know that fans of George Michael will be fans of my original work, that's how I can then bring them into the fold and then retarget them to my original stuff. Now, and, and, and just, just a quick caveat, the Facebook are people who are of that George Michael, but you don't want to include, you only want to include the six countries that you mentioned, yes. not out of that, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure I understand. Okay, cool. So for my, uh, now you could do it the cover route, which, which is fun, or you could do it the original. I mean, you could put an original song. Um, people say that I sound like Tori Amos, who's an artist that I look up to. Um, and let's say I do an original song on Facebook Live or, or create a, a minute long trailer featuring my original song. Uh, and then I boost it to fans of Tori Amos and also fans of some other sound alike artists, Fiona Apple or uh, Sarah Bareilles might be in there. So there's, there's, you can actually target fans of specific artists whose, whose fan base would be yours. And then I retarget, when I'm retargeting, I'm building an email list and I'm offering not just a song download, but I'm offering my entire EP for free, plus some behind the scenes um, stories, plus some bonus tracks you can't find anywhere else. They're not, you know, I've got five songs on Spotify. Um, I've got these other two songs that aren't on Spotify and you could only get that exclusively if you join my email list. So there's, there's a different tactic for musicians and I would highly recommend a program called Entrepreneur. I'm, I'm not an affiliate or anything, but they, um, if you are a musician out there, that's, that's the, the tactic that I recommend. So you can go look that up, but it's also the same tactic that I use for a lot of my service-based entrepreneurs because a musician is a service-based entrepreneur. You know, we're providing a service of, connecting and making people feel things, you know, um, and making them dance or laugh or whatever it is, entertainment. Um, never underestimate how people spend billions and billions of dollars to, to, to solve the pain point of boredom. Just, just don't underestimate the pain point of boredom. Yeah. That definitely, especially nowadays, you know, people especially are buying especially Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. Yeah. Speaking of which, we, uh, I went out today, right, earlier, not too long ago, and I was surprised to see people literally were wearing a mask, waiting in front of the bar so they can get a drink because they're so bored out of the mind, get a drink, stand outside so they could take a sip, and then they can't go inside the bar, obviously, but they want to just get a drink, have that feeling like they're going oh, wow. to It is so sad. What is this, uh, you know, COVID-19 has taught us? Like, you have to get to that point where you want to just go out, speaking back, go piggybacking on what you say. Out of boredom, people literally wore a mask, go outside, yes. get a drink, stand outside of the bar, while wearing a mask, trying to socialize it and taking a sip, taking a sip, like taking the mask off and take a sip and put it back on. Like, wow. Don't underestimate the power of boredom to get people to do really weird things. <laughs> exactly. So to prove your point, it's 100% valid. It's like, wow. Yeah. 
All right, yeah, cool. Absolutely. So, uh, Susan, so far it has been amazing, amazing uh, information that you have shared. I'm like surprised with some of the things that you shared. So, um, where can people find you more about you? Tell me about that. Yes. So, um, you can find me if you are wanting to take the next step in your Facebook, Instagram ads. Um, you can book a free 30 minute consult with me through my website, which is Yada Creative, Y A D A Creative.com. Um, and I've got my schedule there. I also have a, a little free training. If you want to sign up for my email list, I'll send you a training on just general um, strategy that goes a little deeper um, than what we talked about today. Plus, um, I have a, a webinar, uh, a free webinar that comes with that bundle about um, targeting the audiences that are most likely to buy, not just like or comment, but actually buy. And I have that training uh, as well. And if you watch those trainings and you still have more questions, please book a call. Awesome. Thank you once again for being here, sharing wealth of not just knowledge, but secrets. It's, I yes. think, the better way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. I, I truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. All right.